Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about the importance of sleep. So if you are in a position that you are cutting down on sleep at the moment because you think that you cannot afford to sleep more or that you're uh, wasting time doing so, maybe that you're losing on efficiency or effectiveness if you sleep more, then this week's episode is for you because I'm going to walk you through a couple of very good reasons that will let you value sleep as what it is let you happily want to sleep more and I'm even going to prove you with numbers that sleeping more will actually save you time or you're going to get time back more than you invest and the rest of the time you're going to have a much higher life quality. I think that's for sure because if we have a good night of sleep, we all know that we simply feel better and that's what it's all about, right? When we're talking about sleep, and I know what I'm talking about here because years ago, I really actually cut down on my own sleep because I thought I would get more done over the course of the day, would be more efficient, you know, getting up the first, going to bed last uh, and all that stuff. But let's get started at a point where most of us can relate to. We're all faced with high demands. This can be from our jobs, our families, or any other source that you might have been experiencing in the past. And from the inside, because we want to be the best mother, father, spouse, and want to experience life fully. And that is good. The next step that often comes with that is that we've got this time called sleep, which is basically dead when it comes to the demands. So cutting down on this dead time and taking the time that we save to put it over to fulfill those demands seems to be a smart idea. Uh, and I've been there. I'm going to share my story with you in a minute. But this is just where all problems start to ramp up. So it's kind of as if we were on a journey with our cars and we want to save time by not going out to the gasoline station to fill up the tanks with gasoline. There's still a little bit of gasoline in the tank, so we're moving on. Uh, we might have a strange feeling in our gut that we know it's not going to work forever. We might not even think about it, but it doesn't really matter because in the end, we're going to get a result, right? So I'm going to walk you through a couple of reasons. We're going to go from the negative to the positive, why you should value sleep. So it's going to be a push and pull thing here. I'm going to start off with the negative reasons, and then we're going to turn that into the positive ones. And you'll know exactly why you should value sleep. And I'm even going to walk you through a little bit of math to show you how much time you will actually save. Not only in regards of that you're going to feel much, much better every day. You're going to get much, much more done and handled. But that you're effectively going to add up on lifespan. And I know that a couple of you might be thinking that it is simply not possible for you to sleep longer because all those outside demands have to get fulfilled. But let me walk you through a couple of points and I'm sure that they will expand your perspective on the topic and make sleep mandatory for you. Point number one is that if we don't sleep enough that we are going to eat more on average, 300 calories a day. 
if you are on a diet right now or if you want to avoid a diet in future, then think about that. The reason is that a hormone called leptin and a hormone called ghrelin do not work in our favor anymore. Leptin basically takes away our appetite and ghrelin makes us hungry. So not even that we eat more, we also tend to eat more unhealthy stuff like fatty and sugary kinds of foods. Point number two is the lacking ability to concentrate. When we're tired, we're lacking on focus, concentration, we're going to make more mistakes and what that can lead to on your workspace or anywhere else is a thing that you can very good imagine. Just think about your salary. What would happen if you would be able to focus on a task and really perform without mistakes? What would that do with your salary in regards to you being tired, not being able to focus, have to do things, you know, twice or three times and make mistakes doing so? Point number three, lacking performance of memorizing new things. So if we have to learn new things and we're tired, we will learn 20% less when it comes to Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep, super interesting experiments. Check that book out if you've got uh, a couple of hours to read that. Uh, you can read that. And what 20% means in regards to investing, I can tell you that right away. If you find an investing opportunity where you can invest your money for 20%, that means that you will have doubled your money in three and a half years. So, if we do the same on a daily basis, 20% more for uh, each, each day on memorizing capabilities, you can see what happens then. It's the compounding effect. It works here too. Step number four is a lack of body repair. To repair our bodies, we need a thing called the human growth hormone. It's good for our mus muscle build. It's good for cell repair and everything around that. If we don't get enough of HDH, you can imagine that that's not going to keep us healthy. Step number five. It's proven through several studies that people that do not get the right amount of sleep are higher likely to get diseases like heart attack, a stroke, cancer, diabetes type 2 and many more. Step number six is that we just feel emotionally unbalanced. If we don't get the sleep that we should get, then we're just emotionally imbalanced. We're not going to feel good. We're moody. Uh, we, we don't, we're not able to have the relationships that we should have. And think about the demands. It's often we want to be the best uh, father, good employee, whatever. If we're not in the state that we have the patient to nurture a relationship the way we want to do so, imagine what that will do with your life, first off, but also with things like your salary. If you don't get along with your boss or with your colleagues, uh, it's not going to be very likely that you're going to be the one that's going to get the promotion, right? You can take all of these things and think about them for a while. And I'm going to walk you through what will happen if we turn this to the positive. And before I do that, I'm going to walk you through a little bit of math because I told you if you are going to invest time into your sleep, you're not only going to get that time back, but you're going to get it more than back. It's an investment. So what I did to prove this, and I'm going to read the numbers from a, peep, a piece of paper that I'm having here in front of me to not do any mistakes, is that I had a look at how long the lifespan on average of a U.S. citizen is right now. And that's 78.5 years. So on average, we get 78.5 years old. 
if we increase our health through sleeping better, I just assume that we're going to live 5% longer. And that's a conservative number. If you look at all those things I just walked you through, 5% is near to nothing. Probably it's going to be more. So 5% leaves us with four additional years to live, four years. And what I did now is to calculate the number of hours that those four years represent. We're talking about 35,040 hours, so roughly 35,000 hours. So what I did then is that I said, okay, if we take those 35,000 hours and just start to invest one hour a day into our sleep. So now we're taking out of these four years that are to come, probably more, uh, and we're just taking one hour and putting it on top of our sleep every day. That would leave us with 96 years. We could do this 96 years every single day. We could sleep one hour longer. So probably we do not have to distribute one additional hour of sleep for 96 years. If we just go with half of that, so one additional hour for 48 years, every single day, an additional hour, then we've still got two years left of lifespan. That's the return of investment, so to say. So we're going to be able to sleep longer and through living longer, we're still going to have two complete additional years that we're going to get out and have a fantastic life with. And the best thing is the 48 years, I'm just going to go with that number now, depending on your age, that number is going to vary. But those 48 years that you get enough sleep will just be so much better. So just let's just have a look together at what we will benefit from. The first thing again is our diet. It's going to be easier for us to keep our weight and to eat healthy. The second thing, our concentration levels are going to be much better because we feel better and we can focus better. That will have a positive impact on our productivity and we're going to make less mistakes. The third thing is that we are going to be able to memorize things easier. So if we learn stuff, we need less time actually to learn things, which is going to give us additional time. The body repair is going to keep prevent us from getting sick as often as we might be doing right now. We're just going to feel healthier and be healthier. And being sick is a time that we pay too. We might not be able to go to work. We might not be able to do things that we actually really want to do. So another time saver here. Then we've got an increased resilience against major illnesses. Because if we sleep enough, it's proven that our risk to get a heart attack, a stroke, cancer is reduced. And that's a thing that will not only give us a longer lifespan, we went through that in the math, but it will also take away a major pain out of our life if we don't have anything to do with that. And the last thing is a better mood. We're going to be emotionally balanced. We're going to be able to be patient. We're going to have better relationships to our colleagues, our friends, our family, our spouse. And this is going to benefit our overall life. So I hope that you take all of this to heart. Think about it. There might be things that relate to you more than others. But I think and hope that we all agree that to take a conscious decision to sleep more or to find a way to do that might take a little bit of discipline. It's definitely going to take a little bit of change. But 
it is also most definitely going to improve your life quality and give you back time in the end. As promised, I'm going to share my personal story with you now. So years ago, I was cutting down on my own sleep just to get more done. I thought if I cut down on my sleep, I'm going to get more done. I'm going to be more productive, get my projects into life faster. In the end, I was feeling like a zombie. I was mentally uh, unbalanced. I um, thought that things were running against me when they weren't. I was able to kind of step back and acknowledge that it was because I was tired, but I had the feeling. My productivity dropped. I had a good team at those times. I loved to work with them. They loved to work with me, so everything worked out fine. They saw that I was working hard, so they picked up on the things that I uh, wasn't doing. And everything worked out. But in the end, I got sick more often. And eventually, I got my slip disc, which took me out of the job for months. And, you know, people get slip discs and slip discs. I had a slip disc. I could only walk, let's say, one to 200 meters with sticks, with walking sticks. In the beginning, I was living on the floor of our living room for months. Literally, I was not able to sit on a chair or on a sofa. I was just kind of lying in the living room on a little mattress. And sometimes I went up onto my knees, something like that. You can imagine. It wasn't a very nice sitting setting. But in the end, I feel lucky that I got that slip disc. Because if you think about all those other diseases that you can get from not sleeping enough or that your odds of getting are just increasing, then I think... Having a slip disc is just kind of like getting away with a blue eye. And I'm very thankful that that was the case because it was really a wake-up signal for me and kind of brought me into the sleep coaching era too. So after that, I started to dig into sleep because with that pain, I wasn't able to sleep and I kind of focused my coaching activities into the direction of sleep, which is now a real passion profession and I'm super, super thankful that everything happened as it is. But my big hope is that you do not have to run through this experience. I hope that you, that this podcast helps you to see the things that I wasn't able to see years ago. Nobody told me it was kind of great to be working early, working long hours, working late, getting stuff done. And nobody told me about the importance of sleep. And in regards to, you know, we all think that if we're not there, nothing's going to work. And in the end, if we're not there, everything works. People might have problems, but they're going to get along. And that's exactly what happened when I wasn't there. So keep that in mind when you're talking and thinking about your health and think that you have to sacrifice your health for others and especially for a business. So you're not doing it for your spouse. Uh, of course, we would all go over the edge to help our closest, dearest friends and family. But doing so for work is not always a smart thing. Knowing the value of sleep is so fundamental if you want to change things. If you cannot see the value that you're going to get back, you are not really going to be willing to put in the effort of change, right? Uh, it's so essential that it's, the fundamental block out of my coachings. 
Our clients run through three basic blocks and the first block is the mindset, the second is the practice and the third is the habits. But the mindset is the first and that's not kind of a random act, but it's because it's fundamental. If clients don't have their mindset right before we walk through the entire program, then they're not going to be willing to follow through when it comes to implementing stuff that means change. Because change takes energy and that's what we typically want to avoid. We want to stay in our comfort zone. We want to do the things that we do. And if we want to change, we need to have a big advantage. So it's fundamental. You've got the choice now. You can keep cutting down your sleep, telling yourself that you're not able to sleep more because you don't have the time to do so. Or you can listen to this podcast, maybe listen to it again. Think about the aspects Think about how you can implement these things into your life. Acknowledge that the world will just continue to rotate. Even if you sleep 24 hours, uh, the world is going to continue to rotate. That's just a fact. And start to implement things that you will feel better and that you will be able to give so much more value to the world, to the world too. So whatever you do, Definitely check out sleeptrust.eu where you can read a little article to this podcast. You're going to find all kinds of tools and resources that you can download. Most of them are for free, so definitely check that out. And if you register for a free membership, there are even more tools like a habits tracker and so on that will help you to get those changes in place. With that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. We want to acknowledge that investing into our sleep is probably the single one best thing that we can do when it comes to our health, our productivity, our relationships, or anything else that affects our life. Assuming an additional lifespan of only 5% if we sleep decently leaves us with four additional years. That's a decent return of invest. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when I'm going to have an interview with Saveti Williams, a sleep coach out of Australia, and she will walk us through how crystals can help us to fall asleep better. And that's the thing that is completely out of my scope of competence. So I'm at least as curious as you to hear all about that. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.